Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of With Love, Lacey. I am your host, Lacey Abercrombie. I, I sort of feel like I am a radio host, and that has kind of always like been a dream of mine. Um, but I'm not. This is just a podcast, and it's available to watch on YouTube and listen to wherever podcasts are available. So I hope you'll take advantage of doing whatever works for you. Some people like to watch YouTube videos in the background of like cleaning and stuff like that. Um, I can't imagine anybody like looking up Lacey Abercrombie on YouTube and like just watching my podcast for entertainment necessarily. But maybe if it's like you want to see me like in all my weird mannerisms, like that's why you would watch it. Um, but when I announced that I was doing a podcast, everyone was like, please start a YouTube channel with it. I was like, okay, because <laughs> I give into peer pressure very, very easily. Um, that's not true. That's a lie, by the way. Mom, if you're watching. So uh, I know you're wondering, like, what is this podcast for? I'm glad you asked. I'm wondering the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. I, I Hopefully this podcast just turns into a place where you feel encouraged, you feel um, entertained because I do have a lot of jokes. Um, <laughs> I hope it's a place that you feel safe. Um, I hope it's a place that you can come after you've had like maybe a really bad day and come and just like laugh and, and be encouraged and hear, um, you know, some advice from your girly for God. And if you don't know, Jazzy Beth, I think you should know her. Um, maybe some people would disagree, like don't don't know her, but uh, I would I would say she's pretty important um, to me as a person. And so, if you don't know who Jesse Beth is, basically, <laughs> Jesse Beth is everyone's favorite women's conference speaker. I created her um, whenever I was like 18 years old. I think I was a senior in high school. Is whenever Jesse Beth was birthed. Birthed. Hmm, that kind of sounded. <laughs> But maybe I need to rethink that. Anyways, Jesse Beth was created whenever I was a senior in high school. Basically, people have always, like, since I was really young, always, like, asked me for advice and, like, looked to me for advice. And I always feel like that's, like, such a gift. And I'm honored because I feel like people trust me with my answer. Like, they're asking me. Somebody the other day, I started doing, like, a little bit of an advice column on Instagram questions. And someone the other day literally was like, I'm getting married next month. What should my vows say? <laughs> I was like, this has to be a prank. Like, this has to be a joke. Somebody thinks I could give them their vows. Um, so people <laughs> don't usually ask me that serious of questions. It's usually like, hey, girl, like, I just, I'm going through a breakup. What do I do? And I'm like, put on a crop top and get your nails done and kiss his best friend. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never say that. But it's like, it's simpler advice like that. And so I've always been that way. And I remember whenever I was young, and, and I say young because whenever I was a senior in high school, that was 10 years ago. And please, 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 please have mercy. I know I'm older than everybody thinks I am. Everyone thinks I'm 21, which I'm honored, but I'm not. I'm 28. Just so you're not shocked by that later. Let's just get that out of the way in the first episode. <laughs> but um, anyways, so when I was a senior in high school, I remember specifically this one girl coming to me and saying, hey, I have like this crush on this guy and he's like super hot. And whenever we're in high school, like I honestly have blocked out most of that in my memory because I hated high school. But it's funny because I remember like ev like liking guys for like really dense reasons. No, no, not dense. Shallow reasons. I remember being like, yeah, he's hot. Like my first boyfriend played the trump trumpet in the band. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so like that's so incredibly hot that you play the trumpet. So um, that was kind of like why I liked him. And he also played bass guitar. And that I feel like I was 14 when I dated him, which is like way too young to date if you're listening and you're wondering, um, and you're 14, it's a no for me. Um, <laughs> but whenever I was young, when I was 14, it was like, he was in, he played the trumpet, he played the bass guitar, 
And I was like, that's hot. And that kind of like began my love for musicians. And here we are. Um, anyways, so she asked me, she's like, yeah, like, I really like this guy. Like, what should I do? And I was like, so does he love Jesus? Which if you know me, you know, that's a question I always ask to this day, to this day, to my small group girls, poor things, um, to my to my friends, to my close friends. Like, I'm like, if they're looking to date somebody new, they, I just say, hey, well, does he love Jesus? And I'm not I'm asking a very specific question because I'm not asking is he a Christian? I'm not asking that because that's not the question. The question that is important and the question that matters more than is he a Christian is, does he love Jesus? And so I asked her, I was like, does he love Jesus? And she was like, well, I'm not sure, but he has Philippians 4.13 in his bio next to his basketball number. A moment of silence for my fallen soldier. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, that's definitely a start. That's definitely something. And thus, Jesse Beth was born. I I went full blown women's conference speaker, and I, I just turned on this voice, and I have the mannerisms down, and I was like, sister. <laughs> I love you so much and I seriously do. I care for you and I, I care about your future. And the thing is, is if this guy has Philippians 4.13, which by the way, <laughs> easiest Bible verse to put in your bio, like, come on, everybody knows it's, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Um, and he, he has that in his bio next to his basketball number. He's not the one for you. <laughs> And to this day, I stand by that. I stand by that. I'm sorry if you're listening and you have that in your bio next to your basketball number. I don't want to offend you, but I stand by that. And so um, that's when Jazzy Beth was really born. I decided, okay, well, now I'm committed to being this character. And and so Jazzy was born. And um, I think since then, like, I used her on and off. Like, I, I would, like, randomly pull her out whenever, like, friends were asking me like I one time another friend asked me about a boy and this was like a couple of years ago so this was more recent and I stood up in my living room like it was just me and her at my apartment and I stood up in my living room like grabbed my bible and did a whole sermon I think it was like 15 minutes long and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you um it was a 15 minute long sermon and um it was all about being a man of God um which is something as a woman I don't know a ton about but I do know what to look for per se. Anyways, so uh, Jazzy Beth really, really stepped into her calling as a TikTok star um, in June of 2020. Obviously, we're in the middle of the panoramic and I have nothing else to do with my life. Like literally wake up in the morning, work, do nothing else. Like literally, I just stare at my wall. And so I was like, well, how funny would it be if I made a Jazzy Beth TikTok and how like funny and quirky would it be if she exploded? I would love that. You know, low key, everybody gets on TikTok and they're like, I'm just on here because it's like fun to watch. I just like scroll through, but like secretly everyone would love to be TikTok famous. You can't say that you wouldn't love to be TikTok famous. Like, and I know what you're thinking, like Lacey, TikTok famous is not that cool. It is to me. <laughs> it totally is to me because people recognize me out, out places like yesterday or the day before yesterday, I literally got free ice cream because somebody recognized me from TikTok. Like if I can get free ice cream for the rest of my life, just for being TikTok famous, like I'm like, count me in. Um, I also got an email about being... <laughs> being an influencer for a bidet toilet so <laughs> if you don't know what that is just look it up and that's what they asked me to sell and promote anyways um so jesse beth was born and then i started making the tiktok so my first tiktok i ever posted was june of 2020 and i posted it just to be like silly and goofy and i remember going to bed that night and saying like if this is not viral in the morning a not only am i deleting the video but i'm deleting my whole account because this is like so embarrassing um 
Well, I woke up the next morning, so I went to bed and I had 92 followers. I think maybe less, honestly, probably less, like 12. But I had a few followers and I woke up the next morning and I had 12,000 followers and the video had gotten 80,000 views and I was like no freaking way and I was so excited because I was like oh my gosh and I remember (laughs) calling the boy I was dating at the time and he was like that is great and he just like wasn't very excited and he didn't really think Jazzy Beth was funny so looking back I feel like that was a red flag but anyways not everybody thinks Jazzy Beth is funny but I do and she's my character so it's really important um anyways So that's how Jazzy Beth was born. And if you're listening to this or watching this and the reason that you know me is from Jazzy Beth, then like there's your backstory. It all makes sense. I was just a kid and life is a nightmare. And I just made Jazzy Beth TikTok one time and she blew up. And so I spent the summer of 2020, like the rest of the summer into the fall, making Jazzy Beth videos like all the time. And content was like just flowing out of me. Um, And then it was like, (laughs) how do people do this? how do people make content consistently? Like I literally got exhausted of it after like five videos. I was like, I literally don't know what else to say. A, I, I don't know what to say, but B like, it's so much pressure to be the person that makes somebody laugh. Like I was never a class clown or anything like that. I don't think I had a very good sense of humor until I got older. Like I feel like I stepped into my sense of humor. So I don't think I was always very funny, which you still might not think I'm very funny, but I do think I'm a little funny. And by a little funny, I think I'm like one of the funniest people in the entire world. That's why I don't think I'll ever find a boyfriend because I don't think anybody else is funny. And it's really hard to make me laugh. So, um, any, any, uh, Boaz is listening saying challenge accepted. Good luck and God bless. Um, anyways, I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, but (laughs) I just think that Jesse Beth is really important to who I am and why I started this podcast because I think that um, my account grew from 92 followers to I'm at 115,000 I think now which like the pressure is on to build and create content that people want to hear and want to watch and think is funny Um, but the the problem with that is like you have to take care of your mental health as well and so there were months, like months and months that I didn't post a single TikTok. And if I was posting TikToks, it wasn't Jesse Beth. It was of myself, like trying to just be myself also, you know, and there's, there's like, there's a lot of struggles when it comes to TikTok. Like one of them is like, are people following me for me? Or are they following me for my character that I've created? So it's like when I started making videos of myself and I noticed people were sticking around and that my follower account was still growing, I was like, okay, I think people like me too. <laughs> um, and then Um, the other thing is like the other pressure that I think comes with, with TikTok is to create and create and create and create and never take a break. Because if you take a break, then your follower account goes down, your engagement goes down, you lose money. You know, there's, there's a lot that comes, um, comes with being like a TikTok star. And I don't think I'm a TikTok star necessarily yet. I think I'm like definitely on my way, but I don't think I'm like, there's these huge creators like Addison Rae and, um, Bryce Hall, which they, I don't know, their names just came out together, but these are, these are people with blue check marks, like that have been doing this since the beginning of TikTok and they are super, super famous. And I honestly have so much compassion for large creators because I don't know how they take breaks. Um, I, TikTok is literally their job. It's their life. Like they can't take breaks. And I just feel like for me, it's so important to take social media breaks, like every couple of weeks because I can just get really 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 consumed and honestly like I think that kind of just like 
happens with every form of social media, not just TikTok. Like I think Instagram can be really overwhelming. I think that we have this like idea that we need to present ourselves a certain way. And if we don't present ourselves that way, people won't like us and they won't want to follow us. When in reality, um, my whole MO, my whole idea and my whole heart is that I would be able to post my most authentic self on Instagram, on, on TikTok, on social media, and try and, and and create an authentic brand that people aren't surprised whenever I post something and I'm like, hey, I'm having a tough day. I need some time or, or whatever. If I post like something encouraging that came from a depressive episode, I don't want my followers to be surprised. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's depressed. I never would have known. Um, I don't want people to be surprised that I'm insecure. I don't want people to be surprised by those things. I want to be very open on my platform about being um, somebody who does struggle with anxiety in social settings um, and as somebody who does sometimes struggle to sleep and things like that. And I am going to therapy and I think therapy is really important. Um, I think obviously my relationship with Jesus comes first and foremost. It has to be the most important thing. Um, But I just never want to be like somebody who creates this persona of someone who has it all together when like in reality, people who know me behind the scenes, who know me off of TikTok, like they know. And, And they would be like, Miss Girl, you trying to create and you're trying to you're trying to make it look like you have it all together and you don't so I try to be as authentic and as honest and as genuine online um as I as I can be and I try to say the same way you know in person too um but I think that there is like a weird thing that's created around like being Instagram famous or TikTok famous I get a lot of messages of people saying like please share your outfits please link your clothes please um share where you got your makeup please share what perfume you use please share where you got everything that's inside your home please share where you got like there's kind of this like pressure and and this is something that I didn't want (laughs) and it's funny because you can't whenever you're given a platform a you can't pick and choose whether or not you were given the platform in the first place at least I have not ever been able to pick and choose to not have a platform um if you're when you're given a platform it's like you can either um, become an influencer or just like people can be mad at you for not influencing. <laughs> and I would say I'm not an influencer, although people say I am one. I'm not an influencer in the way where I tag like where I buy things and I will probably never get on a story and just say, hey, just wanted to hop on here real quick. I got so many messages about people asking where these shorts are from here. Here's where they're from. Like, and I totally respect influencers and I think that they're amazing. And they like, obviously there's influencers who are like filthy, filthy rich and can provide for their family and get these new cars and these amazing houses because they're influencers. And I respect that. And I respect the hustle and I respect the drip. Um, but it's just something I've never felt authentic doing. Like I've never felt like I could be a hundred percent myself and say, go buy these shoes. I'm linking them. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just not me. (laughs) And so that's probably something you won't see for me, but I get a lot of messages of people who are frustrated that I don't like, girl, can you please start linking your clothes? And I'm like, I just don't have the emotional capacity um, or the mental capacity to add influencing to like my social media, my social media, my Instagram. It's where I want to just be me and share like really cute pictures of myself whenever I'm like really feeling myself. It's mostly after I get a spray tan. I don't know if, if I don't know if you feel this way, but spray tans will literally change my whole mood. They do. That's just the truth. <laughs> And so it's either after I've gotten a spray tan and I want to take like really cute pics or that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Or if I want to share some like gnarly encouragement, like those are the two things I do on Instagram and the rest, I just don't, I don't want to do it. (laughs) 
And I feel like I already get so overwhelmed with like having to create TikTok content. Why would I add to my plate, like creating other content for Instagram? Like it would just be too much. And so I choose not to. And I'm sorry if you don't like that. Um, I hope that you'll still be my friend is kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, anyways, wow, I went off on that tangent for a really long time. I have no idea where it started. I think every podcast episode will be similar to this where I feel like I can just flow and talk about things that are important to me, things that come up, like whenever I'm, I'm trying to think of like, you know, something that's important that I need, I, I feel like other people need to hear. That's what I'll share. Um, and if you don't like it, don't listen. Just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, um, <laughs> I feel like people have been begging me to make a YouTube channel for a year now. I think people have been begging. And so I'm doing that. I think people maybe wanted me to do like my outfits and like hair and makeup and stuff. But I, again, it's just not me. So here's what you're getting my podcast. And in about a week, I'll have an amazing co-host that many of you know and love already. I will not announce who it is until it is their first episode with me. It'll be a total surprise. Um, but I'm really excited to see the dynamic that we create and the content we create together. Um, but most of the episodes will be just me. Um, and I hope that that's fine. <laughs> I will like um, eventually love to have guests on here talking about things they've struggled with, things they've overcome. Um, I'm already thinking about like another creator on TikTok. Um, his name's J Joshua Benson, the rapper. I think that's his name, Josh Benson, the rapper, something like that. Um, he is like, he's the boy version of Jesse Beth. His name's John Michael. And he has this really precious girlfriend named Sydney and they're like adorable together. And they did this really funny marriage, Christian marriage video. Anyways, I'd love to have him on the podcast because I feel like we can really relate to a lot of the similar um, struggles of being a TikTok person who likes to make people laugh, um, but points, you know, a lot of jokes about cringy Christian things. <laughs> um, and people, yeah, I do get hate and I know he gets hate. And both of us um, and our good friend Caleb Huff, who is also hilarious um and does the cringy christian things with us like we all three get um hate where people are like you're pushing people away from jesus um you're not you know you're not a christian you're not a real christian like we we all three get comments like that and i think all three of us have learned to handle them very well we either a don't reply <laughs> or b when we do reply we make a really thorough video explaining our heart and i think all three of us um have the heart of we want to make people feel um, comfortable. If you've been hurt by the church or manipulated by the church, judged by the church, if the church has hurt you, we want to make it feel like you have a place, like you have a place that you can come and you can laugh. And it's not like we're saying, hey, we're your therapy now. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to take you through this trauma. Absolutely not. But what I do know is that I have gotten probably over a hundred messages from people over the last year. So that's not that many over a year, but over the last year, I've probably gotten 100, um, close to 100 messages of people saying that watching my TikToks, and I'm not saying this to elevate myself. I'm saying this to give people who are listening, who are wondering why the heck is she making fun of people? I'm not making fun of people. I'm giving people pl a place and a space to feel safe. And the messages I've gotten have said, like, you have made me go back to church. You've made me open up my Bible again. I was so, so ready to be done with Jesus until I realized that we can laugh about things that are silly in the church that we've all said and done. And so that encourages me to keep going because the whole point, the whole point of my existence, 
of Josh, Josh's existence, of Caleb Huff's existence, of all the people who are just silly about Christian's existence is not to build a platform for ourselves. And I know that Josh and Caleb would agree with me and I'm speaking on their behalf and I hope they're okay with that. But we're not out here trying to build this like this huge platform so that we can be glorified and everyone will love us. We're trying to build a place where people feel comfortable and safe saying, I have been hurt by these people that you're that you're showing, that you're presenting. I've been hurt by them, but but because of you, I can laugh and I can know that I'm not alone. And then hopefully, also on our on our TikTok with our platform, we encourage people to follow Jesus. And so that's my goal. That's my heart. I know that that's Josh's heart. I know that's Caleb's heart, that we all just want to make like Jesus widely known and that's always been my heart and my um my hope with my social media is that people would see that I love Jesus and that um and it's not in my bio <laughs> my bio doesn't say Philippians 4:13 next to my basketball number I don't even think my bio says anything about Jesus um my hope is that my life would say more than uh, my Instagram bio ever could about Jesus I hope that my life the way I love people the way I treat people the way I talk to people um the way that I respond would reflect my love for Jesus. And I know for a fact, I won't always do it perfectly. I know for a fact, Josh won't always do it perfectly. And I know for a fact, Caleb won't. I know for a fact that a lot of my friends that I've met on TikTok, I know that we won't always love Jesus perfectly and we won't always point people to Jesus perfectly. But the point and the goal is, is to always try. It's <laughs> to always try. And, um, I think I'm about to wrap this up. <laughs> I don't want my podcast episodes to be longer than 20 minutes. And this one's already like 21. Um, but I just wanted, yeah, to kind of explain the heart behind Jesse Beth. She wants to make you laugh. She wants to make you smile. And she wants to make you feel safe. Like you have a place that you can come and you're like, okay, I felt burned by the church. But now I'm laughing because this girl, she kind of whack. She kind of crazy. But she's making me laugh. And she's making me feel like there might be hope for me to find Jesus again. So that's all I have for today's episode. The first ever episode of With Love Lacey. Shout out to Laura Dobbs, which her last name is not Dobbs anymore. She's definitely married. But Laura and I have kept in contact after high school, and she's the one who said I should call it With Love Lacey. So I have to give her credit for literally naming my podcast, um, even though a lot of people really wanted me to call it Abercrombie and Dish, which is also hilarious. But I'm not really dishing anything out on this podcast. I really just want to encourage people and make them laugh and have fun. So that's why it's called With Love Lacey. <laughs> okay, see you next time.